Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Grab a cup of something warm and dive into the Word with us today. Today's readings are 1 Chronicles chapters 3 through 5. Rabbit Trails Interesting facts for people who like to know stuff. In the opening of this chapter, you may notice that David had a son named Elishama and a son named Eliphalet. And then shortly after, it's recorded that he had another son named Elishama and another named Eliphalet. It is possible that the former ones passed away and the latter sons were named in their honor. First Chronicles 3.9 tells us that David had other sons from concubines that were not named in this passage. First Chronicles 4.10, Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, and that your hand might be upon me, and that you would keep me from harm, so that it might not bring me pain. And God granted what he asked. This prayer is from a man whom we are told, in the immediate verse prior to this, was more honorable than his brothers. Now, this is to set the stage to let us know his character in praying such a prayer as this. There is no mention of a father, so it can possibly be assumed that he was born out of wedlock or an even more difficult state. Add to this that his name means pain, and we have a pretty good picture of some of the obstacles he was up against early on in life. But his prayer demonstrates a turning to Yahweh for deliverance from his many curses, and God did deliver him. Amid his curses, he turned to Yahweh, believed in him, and sought him. And God honored that faith. Something to think about today. Blessings are embedded within the commandments, and they are worth far more than what the world considers to be wealth. When we follow them, when we take heed of our Father's wisdom, our lives are far better as a result. Let's go through them and see just a few of the embedded blessings from just the Ten Commandments alone. Now, note that there are countless blessings embedded in each commandment of the Father. We cannot possibly list or know them all, so I'm just going to give an example or two for each one to illustrate my point of their being embedded blessings. This is from taken from Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 17. The first one, I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Embedded blessing. If we follow this commandment, we will not chase after empty idols who will leave us desolate, wanting, and lacking in purpose and wisdom. We will have a personal, abiding relationship with the one true God, who imparts His eternal salvation to those who seek Him with all their heart. I cannot even begin to list the blessings embedded in this one. Number two, you shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, Yahweh your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. Now, this one lines up with the first commandment. Notice that the first four commandments have to do with how we are to worship and seek Him and what His place is to be in our lives. 
If we have him in that proper place, literally everything else lines up. When we seek him with all our heart, when we love him with all our mind and all our soul and all our might, he sees to the rest. So many embedded blessings. Number three, you shall not take the name of Yahweh your God in vain, for Yahweh will not hold guiltless those who take his name in vain. When we have a proper reverence for him, we stop putting so much weight on ourselves. He is God and we are not. Realizing that takes such a heavy burden off of us. Honoring him, in turn, brings joy to us. And number four, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to Yahweh your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For six days, in six days, Yahweh made the heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, Yahweh blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Y'all, Sabbath is a game changer. There has not been a single corner of our lives that has not been blessed by following his instructions here. We are rested. We do not feel tethered to the world as we once did. We feel no guilt when we take time away with our families, and being so intentional with it, as prescribed, has really caused us to develop the proper perspective of Yahweh's authority in our lives over the world's. It has made an immeasurable difference in our quality of life. We get a vacation every single week. Number five. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that Yahweh your God is giving you. I realize there are exceptions, because there will always be poor examples of parents, just as there will always be poor examples of children. But for the most part, a child who honors his or her parents is blessed with a long-lasting, deep and edifying relationship with their parents. They are able to have full access to them as mentors, wise counselors, and encouragers. Number six, you shall not murder. Not murdering keeps us out of jail. (laughs) But seriously, the blessing of self-restraint, of recognizing that line and not crossing it, gives us peace to be able to live out our days knowing we did the right thing and did not take another's life unjustifiably. Note, the definition of murder does not include self-defense, but that's part of a bigger picture we need to read the entire Bible in order to understand. Number seven, you shall not commit adultery. Our modern world has lost sight of the fact that our mind can lead our heart. Instead, we are taught to allow our own desires, whims, and human, quote, wisdom to lead us. But the Bible tells us that the heart is deceitful above all things. And God's word teaches us to honor our spouses, keeping our relationship with them as a covenant. People who have long-lasting relationships will tell you that it is about falling in love multiple times with the same person. There is a peace, security, and assurance in this relationship that blesses for a lifetime to those who manage to find it. Number eight, thou shalt not steal. Again, this keeps us out of jail, but also allows us to live free of guilt or fear of consequences. Number nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Proverbs six sixteen through 19 talks about the seven things that Yahweh despises. Five of them are covered in this one sin alone. Peace, harmony, self-control, and living righteously are great blessings to anyone who walks in their paths. Friendships, trust of their community, and kindness from others are just some of the results. Number 10. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. 
Comparison is the thief of joy. This is a wonderful quote I've heard for years that really resonates if you take a moment to think about it. Coveting what others have sets us on a path to destruction and our loved ones. With our eyes on the neighbor's lawn, we never fully appreciate our own, nor do we look after it. It is a horrible, self-fulfilling destiny when we decide to compare our lives to others rather than appreciating our own blessings. Not coveting cultivates a grateful heart that is able to find joy and delight in your own life. A relationship with the Father blesses us in countless ways, and in Him is true prosperity, unlike anything this world could ever offer. As in our readings yesterday, there is a wealth of information in today's readings just waiting to be mined. Make sure you read through it all and tuck it in your back pocket to come back to another day if it's not something that you need right now. I challenge you to research and make notes and keep them going as time permits on the meanings of each name given. These meanings are pieces to a puzzle. Following the Father has the natural consequences of blessings. You literally cannot escape the blessings when you follow Yahweh. How awesome is that? May blessings chase you everywhere you go today. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.